Yesterday, I was really excited about the fact that uh, Randy Bachman would join the show. He is the host of Vinyl Tap on q 7 our sister station, Sunday at 9 o'clock. And, of course, you know him from the Guess Who and Bachman-Turner Overdrive. And I uh, wanted to talk about Jeff Beck with him because he, Jeff Beck was a guitarist. guitarist. What exactly does that mean? But last night, I read Randy's tweet, and I thought, oh, I don't think we're going to get Randy on the show today. My heart fell. Uh, the tweet is another sad departure. The pounding beat behind BTO. My brother Robbie has joined mom, dad, and brother Gary on the other side. Maybe Jeff Beck needs a drummer. He was an integral cog in our rock and roll machine, and we rocked the world together. Rest in peace, little brother. Hashtag family. Randy Bachman, I, I, I can't believe you've decided that you would be on the show today. I can't thank you enough, and I want to just... Uh, start off by giving you my heartfelt condolences on the loss of your brother. Thank you. So, Randy, um, I, I, I think I'll leave it up to you on where you want to start today, because this has got to be a pretty, pretty emotional day. I mean, big losses in the music industry and in your family in particular. What would you like everyone to know about Robbie and how important he was to BTO? <coughs> well, I said it in my post that he was the um pounding beat behind BTO um as a as a little kid he played drums on those uh round Quaker Oats uh board boxes you know those round things with a Quaker on it yeah yeah i would cut them up and make him drums and he'd play those with wooden spoons and then he got his first drum set and from Gary Peterson in the Guess Who and played on uh, the BTO Records. And he was my Ringo star, my John Bonham, my Keith Moon. It's cool. We know that um, people that are in bands together become families. What's it like being in a, a band with your family members? How, how much tighter or... Uh, different is it from being in a band with people that aren't related to you? Well, there's something you can't deny about family. <clears throat> and even when you break up as a band, you're still the family, right? So, uh, I mean, I've toured with a lot of family bands, you know, the Beach Boys and, and the Gallagher Brothers and the Fogarty Brothers and guys like that. And, and, uh, there's something special about it. I mean, you play and sing together as little kids, and suddenly you're doing the same songs, and not just the family's grooving on it, the whole world is grooving on it, and it becomes amazing. And this, I only got a call late yesterday from Fred Turner telling me this, and I was pretty shocked. And I was shocked about Jeff Beck, who was like pretty much one of the greatest guitar players in the world, and Lisa Marie Presley going, and Matt's just like... It's a pile-on. It's a musical pile-on. Yeah. Yeah. So you were just mentioning your brother, Robbie, who was the uh, drummer in BTO, uh, who passed away at the age of 69 yesterday. Um, and you mentioned that, you know, you made him drums out of Quaker oak containers, those round uh, cylindrical containers. And I couldn't help but think, wow, there's a parallel there, because Jeff Beck built his first guitar. What is it about musicians? Do you think that is intrinsic that, uh, you know, it, it, you're meant to be a musician, that you're put here to be a musician and you will find any way to find that instrument and you'll build it? Yeah, I think um, I've said this before in many interviews. 
the three most important days of someone's life is when you were born, when you know why you were born, like what is your purpose in life, and then t- and today, because you're still alive and can do it. And I knew at a very early age, three or four, that it was music. And I remember being in grade one and the teacher saying, um, what's your name? Like they do a seating uh, arrangement in grade one to, to know who the kids are. What's your name? What does your dad do? And what do you want to be when you grow up? And uh, I said, my name's Randy Backman. My dad's an optician. I'm a musician. And she said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I'm a musician. And she kept asking me that. I ran home the first day of school. And my mother was doing the laundry. She said, are you home already? It's not even lunchtime. And I said, I'm not going back. I keep giving them wrong answers. And she said, what you? she took me back <laughs> with my violin. And she said, he is a musician. He's been playing violin for a couple of years. And so I played, you know, I played for my class and then nobody bothered me. They knew I was a musician. And then when I saw Elvis on TV when I was 15, 14 or 15, wow, I said, what is that? Oh, that's Elvis. That's a guitar. That's rock and roll. I put down the violin, picked up guitar learn to play the guitar, here I am. And so wow, Elvis so... was very important in switching me over to playing rock and roll and wanting to be like Elvis. I had an Elvis scrapbook. I had my hair like Elvis. I, w- I bought Elvis sweaters. I learned every guitar solo that Scotty Moore played, and it's been my whole life. And then, you know, I taught the thing with my, taught my brother to play just listening to my records and made him a drum set. And, and you know, a lot of guys make their first instrument. Right? We Like Robbie's with Quaker Oats, those round things. Jeff Beck made his own. I made my own. Uh, Brian May made his own with his father. He's still playing it. It's the most valuable guitar in the world, the Red Special that he made. And so there's something about uh, you making your own bow and arrow or your own hunting knife or something and this is yours and you've made it and you go into the world with it. And that's the same thing with guitars and drums and everything else. I think it's really interesting that you, uh, you know, connected the dots there uh, for us about making your own uh, instruments. And I don't even know how, if you know how many dots you just touched on. But one of the things that's really interesting is I did a little bit of digging and I wanted to ask you about Jeff Beck and who was a guitarist, guitar player. But did you know that in your top 10 list of albums you put in, uh, that influenced you, you put in How High the Moon by Les Paul. Did you know that Jeff Beck heard that song on the radio and that's the song that inspired him? to uh, decide that the guitar would be his instrument of choice as well? Yes, we both had the same um, influences, and I've seen Jeff Beck many times and chatted with him backstage. Heck, I saw him at the Queenie here in Vancouver. I saw him at Massey Hall. I saw him at uh, Royal Albert Hall. I've seen him at, you know, in New York. I've seen him at every club possible. Um, Ronnie Scott's club in Soho. And we always chat about Les Paul and Gene Vincent, who we both loved, who were very influential on us. And and we always joke about our common interest and basically being Les Paul. And one of his greatest shows you can see is Jeff Beck live at the Ronnie Scott's Club, where he does all Gene Vincent stuff. And he gets a, a lady named Amelda May to come out. She sings like Mary Ford. And he does How High the Moon. And he plays just like Les Paul. He's just amazing. If you were to describe uh, Jeff Beck's guitar playing to, to the average person, because how would you describe it? Because we've we've it's been said that he was a guitarist's guitar player. Well, when you go to see a guitar player, and I just had many emails this morning from Peter Frampton, uh, Joe Bonamassa, um, Doobie Brothers, all expressing their thoughts to me on this loss. When you go to see a guitar player, you kind of know what to expect. You know what you, you know what Joe Bonamassa is going to play, okay? He's going to rock you with the blues. 
you know what I mean? If you go to said Jimi Hendrix or Clapton, when you went to see Jeff Beck, you had no idea what he was going to play except that he was going to blow your mind. Because if you follow his career, and I have from the Yardbirds, and I've seen them many times, the Yardbirds, then solo, then with Beck, Bogart, and a piece replaying in a power trio, and then backing Rod Stewart, and the many times I've seen him, when he's come out uh, and not spoken a word for two hours, he does all the speaking with his guitar, and you just sit there in awe, you have no idea what he's going to play next, and it just wows you and wows you, and it makes you want to quit. And then mm-hmm. when you get over that, it makes you want to go home and practice your guitar. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Uh, you brought up Elvis Presley and how inspirational he was uh, to you in your music career. Um, I'm sure a lot of musicians, you know, would cite the King as being an influence. But Lisa Marie Presley, boy, it seemed like she had these shoes that were impossible to fill. She passed away yesterday at the age of 54. Um, yeah. What would you like to say about, um, you know, Lisa Marie passing and, and just her endeavoring into music. I mean, it seems like it's a, a task that is doomed to fail when you're the child of a, an icon. It's very, very tough. And I've, I've witnessed that with my own son, Tal, who now I'm playing together within a band as Backman and Backman, and we're having a great time together. And I wish everybody could do that because without knowing it, you cast a big shadow or you make a big footprint and you don't realize people expect your child to follow in that footstep. I remember, I remember I was watching TV about, I don't know, many years ago, and they said, tonight on the show is Lisa Marie Presley with her new single, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And I went, wow, Elvis' daughter is doing my song. And then she came out and did a different song that she had <laughs> written called You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. But I, I mean, like I said, I loved Elvis. I loved his music. And, and um, I was shocked the day he passed away. And... And when he took Taking Care of Business as his logo, and I, I saw his movie, and TCB is there with the lightning bolt, and that's my song. And that made me so unbelievably grateful for seeing him at first time on Ed Sullivan, uh, which is why I saw in the movie Elvis. I was watching it on the airplane when I was flying, and I saw that movie. And I flashed back to the moment that I saw him on that Sunday night on Ed Sullivan and said, what is that? That's rock and roll. It's what? Rock and roll. What does that mean, rock and roll? What is, who's that guy, Elvis Presley? What is that name, El- Elvin? No, Elvis? I didn't know the name. Everything was strange to me, but I wanted it. And the music was strange, and I got a guitar, and I combed my hair like him, and and here I am today, and I've had a great life because of that. Well, uh, I want to thank you because I've been able to do this career uh, and, and for some years now because of you. Um, we, and one of my first records was taking care of business. I think we've wow. talked about this before. And I, uh, I went into music radio, it started my love affair with music and went into music radio. And then it's, uh, it brought me here to talk radio. So everything comes around. It's incredible. Wow. The inspirations, uh, and they seem to just, uh, build upon each other and, and it's a beautiful thing. And I want to thank you for uh, sparing some time today because Brandy, I, I really didn't expect you to join the show today, but I am so grateful you did. And my deepest condolences on your loss you. of your friend, Jeff Beck and of your little brother, Robbie. Thank you.